Jay-Z. Hey, Carolyn. Guess what? What? The world isn't all bad because something good happened. Welcome to season three of Something Good Happened, the podcast where we break through the negative news cycle with stories of positive news and kindness. This week, we talked with Katie Bowers, managing director at the Harry Potter Alliance. The Harry Potter Alliance turns fans into heroes. They use the power of story and popular culture to make activism accessible and sustainable. Through experiential training and real-life campaigns, they develop compassionate and skillful leaders who learn to approach our world's problems with joy, creativity, and commitment to equity. The first question we always have is, what's something good that happened to you this week? Something good that happened to me? Mm-hmm. Um, hmm, good question. Um I'll tell you, honestly, the HPA is in a stage right now where we are looking at sort of what are the next steps for the organization and where should we be um, focusing our energy and getting excited about. And it's been a really uplifting process because every single person that I have reached out to um, and asked for help and insight in this process have responded uh, quickly and with great vigor uh, to just be a part of building something cool together. That's awesome. Um, So it's been, yeah, it's been really uplifting to see how many people are um, excited about doing good things in the world together. So it's really, uh, it's been a nice, it's been a chaotic week, but a really nice week. So that's good. What about you, Jay-Z? Um, well, this week, I finally moved out of the house, and I'm living by myself in SF now. So uh, it's it hasn't been that easy, but it's good because I'm free. <laughs> what about you, Caroline? Man, so I had my birthday on Saturday, and I'm just... Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. I'm just so blown away by the generosity of people around me. Um like, my cousin wrote me a little adorable um, photo book that was, like, the story of me and her younger cousin because we've always been close and was, like, no matter where we are, we'll always find our way back to each other. And so it was beautiful, and I cried a lot. And then my parents um, donated money to four charities in my name, which was amazing and I'm just overwhelmed by their generosity and like knowing what my values are so it was really amazing that's awesome yeah cool so can you describe for us what the Harry Potter Alliance is and what you guys do yeah absolutely uh the Harry Potter Alliance is a nonprofit that uses pop culture to get people involved in social justice movements um, what the way we also describe it is we turn fans into heroes. Um, and so there's a lot of ways we do that. Uh, one of the biggest ones is our chapters program. We have 250 chapters in 38 countries around the world, and they're all working on different but related projects uh, that are aimed at um, helping to make their communities better in some way. And Um, all in the name of pop culture stories that they really, really love. Uh, And so most of them are Harry Potter, but lots of them are other things um, like Marvel or like different books that folks love. It's a bunch of different um, 
things that inspire people. And so we provide a lot of uh, resources and support and mentoring to our chapters, and they go out and do really cool things in the world, and then we get to share what those really cool things are. Um, we also have ways that folks who don't have a chapter in their area and don't have time to start one can get involved uh, with working online with different projects we're doing. Um, we just wrapped up Akio Books, which is a huge literacy campaign that we do, um, and folks were donating books to uh, an organization called Reading is Fundamental that we worked with, and we donated. Uh, the totals are still rolling in, but currently it's over 30,000 books um, around the world, which yeah. is really cool. And um, we also have... Uh, projects we do that are more like advocacy uh, focused. Um, like last year, uh, we partnered with the ACLU to do some phone banking around some uh, initiatives, uh, some ballot initiatives in Oregon that were pretty anti-immigrant focused. Um, and we were teaching people how to phone bank and how to um, story tell uh, and help people understand the bill better and understand uh, why it would have a negative impact on uh, Oregon and on immigrant communities. And we were successful in <laughs> defeating it, which was super Yay. exciting. Um, yeah, so there's a huge range of stuff we do. And basically, if you love um, Harry Potter or pop culture and you want to make the world better, we probably have several different ways that you can do it um, and are happy to happy to connect people with those resources. Um, so some of the resources that I've personally enjoyed from the HPA over the years have included the Granger Leadership Academy. And then, yeah, that yeah. one was really cool. I think that's a great resource. <laughs> And then I always enjoy, like, for me, because I don't have the time to join a chapter, is when you have the, like, write into Congress boxes, because those are things I definitely can do. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah, awesome. those are some of my favorite. Um, can I explain a little what the Granger Leadership please. Academy is? Yeah. Um, so, Granger Leadership Academy, or GLA, um, is a conference that we host um, that is a gathering of what we call the folks who are um, taking action with us. We have sort of two terms. There's wizard activists or there's fan activists, and they're interchangeable. Um, and is a big gathering of fan activists. Um, and we've been in all different places around the country. We've been around for five years and we've gone to five different places. Um, and it's a weekend full of um, real life training on like skills that you need to organize your community and change the world. But it's all themed around the idea of like being at a magical academy where you have been, um, you know, called called to, like, you've found out you're a part of this academy and uh, you're all working together to make change in the world and fight off some sort of, uh, you know, big bad that is coming, which we've had no shortage of recently in the world. So we have lots of material to work from at GLA. 
Um, and it's a really, it's a really fun and inspiring weekend. And it's a lot of like really like concrete skills and learning from like really incredible organizers. Um, we had some incredible organizations that we worked with in Philadelphia this year. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a really, it's an awesome program and we, we have not decided, uh, where the next one will be hosted, but, uh, that's, uh, something we're in the process of figuring out, which is always an exciting time. Um, do you want to share a little bit with us about your campaigns? Um, I think your most notable probably is when you, um, petitioned Warner Brothers to get all of their chocolate fair trade. Yeah, that was a, that was a super, super big successful one. Um, for anyone who is not super familiar with, uh, the Harry Potter story in Harry Potter, um, chocolate has a healing component to it. It's, uh, when you have been attacked, you can eat chocolate and it will help you to feel better, which is, which is true in, uh, the muggle world also, but it's a, it's a more, uh, you know, they use it a lot more, uh, effectively in Harry Potter, I think. Um, but they, so that, that's in the wizarding world and in the real world, um, chocolate has these great effects, but also chocolate is tied up in a lot of really, um, un, unfair and unjust, uh, practices of there are folks who are getting, paid uh, very little or nothing for their work that they do to harvest cocoa. There is um, uh, lots of child labor involved in a number of different chocolate um, manufacturers. And we really thought, you know, we want chocolate to be the wonderful healing force that it is in the books. And uh, the way that we can do that is by compelling Warner Brothers to make all of their Harry Potter brand chocolate fair trade. Um, and so that took four years and a lot of hard work by fans and a lot of hard work by some amazing partner organizations. Um, but we were successful and now um, Harry Potter brand chocolate, all of it is fair trade all around the world, wherever you buy it. Um, both in the, the theme parks and in the stores, which is like super cool. Um, so that is, that's one campaign that we've had. I talked a little bit about Accio Books, which is our big literacy initiative. Um, that just wrapped up and we have, this year we um, have collected so far 30,000 books, um, but over the campaign's history, we've donated um 400,000 books around the world. We've started libraries in four or five different countries. Um, we uh, want the coolest one is a library that is in Uganda now that is in a school that one of our chapters built. Um, we have a chapter in Masaka, Uganda, and they built a school and their school needed a library. And so um Fan activists from all over the world helped stock their library and raise money for computers and everything else. Um, so that was really cool. And uh, yeah, most recently we had our campaign, which was Dumbledore's Army Fights Back, which was uh, all sorts of different actions that people could take 
um, collectively to fight back against uh, some of the family separation at the U.S.-Mexico border um, and other just general like anti-immigrant policies and sentiment uh, in the U.S. right now. Um, And it was a really like uh, beautiful, hopeful campaign and uh, a nice mix of like different actions that people could do because we had, um, you know, the the ballot initiative one was really successful, but we also had some that were like art and music based. Um, We did, uh, we partnered with a refugee resettlement organization in Dallas, Texas, and uh, welcomed um, 200 new uh, refugees to the community there and had like welcome letters in sort of the vein of like the Hogwarts welcome letters um, that they all received and uh, we got to hand those out in person. So that was really cool. Um, But yeah, it's always, (laughs) it's always hard to like really explain what the HPA does because it is so, so varied because the, the, like the overarching theme is just taking, um, taking energy and enthusiasm and joy and infusing it in ways that um, make big, scary, sad things a Mm -hmm. little bit better. Um, And so, yeah, it's a lot of like, it's it's a lot of different things, but um, yeah, I'm not sure, we haven't decided on what our next campaign is going to be. We have a lot of things up in the air right now. Um, I'm kind of really interested in tackling climate change, um, in some way. So I'm looking at ideas for that. So, yeah. <laughs> Does yeah. that answer your um, question? That That's cool. great. Yeah. So how did you personally become involved with the Harry Potter lines? I always enjoy this question. Um, I was, uh, I was just like a fan of, the books for a long time and would go to, you know, the midnight releases and that kind of thing. And at some point I heard about the HPA on, you know, a blog somewhere. I'm not, I don't totally remember. Um, but I heard about it and I was so excited and they were hiring, um, at the time. And I was like, Oh my God, this is perfect. Like, I'm passionate about social justice. I love Harry Potter. I want to change the world. Um, I'm going to apply and this is going to be amazing. And I applied and I interviewed and I got rejected from the job. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's fine. That's okay. They're, they're probably wanting to hire uh, volunteers that they work with because we have a huge, huge volunteer program. Um, and so I said, I'm going to become a volunteer. That'll, that'll do it. Um, and so I applied for, I don't even remember some volunteer position and I had an interview and I got rejected (laughs) from it. (laughs) I was like, what is going on? This is fate. I know I'm supposed to be there. Um, and so I, I decided, uh, you know, I'm just, I know, I know this is the place for me. I'm going to stick with it. And I applied again for a volunteer position and ended up getting that one, um, which was very exciting. And then that was in 2013. And then in 2015, I was hired on as staff. um, And now I'm the campaigns director. So 
it was a <laughs> it was a, a a story of persistence yeah. for sure. That's awesome. I mean, good on you for sticking with it. <laughs> Thanks. I always enjoy reminding my coworkers about the multiple times <laughs> that they rejected. Yeah. <laughs> um. The volunteer one was wasn't their fault. That was that was uh, somebody totally different. And also, like I wasn't a good fit for the position, so <laughs> I bear no ill will. But anyway, that's awesome. Are you guys are you guys Harry Potter fans? Yeah, I've read the books, watched the movies, so somewhat. What are your? Hogwarts I am houses? a Gryffindor. I got Slytherin. I think that's very, very appropriate for you, Jamie. Maybe. I mean, how many startups have you done in your 18? So that's true. But, yeah. That sounds very yeah. slippery. I haven't backstabbed anyone yet. I don't think it's about backstabbing. It's more about, like, ambition and sort true. of. True. Yeah. That, like. Yes. Lutherans have a bad a bad rap, but they're they're pretty, like, I don't know. You want to get stuff done, you really need a Slytherin on the team. They're they're the ones who are going to figure out to do how to do like big, ambitious, amazing things. Yeah. What about you? Ah, I I am a, I'm a Ravenclaw. I love some good research, um, but definitely like have have sort of half a foot into Gryffindor yeah. as well. I'm sort of that way, like with Ravenclaw. Um, I am a very nerdy research type person, but I think mm-hmm. I'm an out there, like I'm going to yeah. make something happen person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big, big, I would think that's big in podcasting. I would think there's a lot of Gryffindors in podcasting and also in like uh, campaigning and anybody who's like trying to make good things happen in the world like it's a it's a very sort of outgoing kind of field um for someone who isn't necessarily involved with like harry potter or other fan communities how would you suggest they find other people to work and make the world better with Hmm, what a good question um i think the big i i mean the the internet has a tremendous amount of problems, right? Like we are living in an age where we're really discovering how much uh, damage an unchecked internet can do, right? But um, I think the internet is incredible because whatever you're into, whatever your sort of subculture that you get excited about, um, you can instantly find all the other people who are into it. Um, And so... Uh, I know, I know things exist for if you, you know, really love, um, you know, reading and you want to have a book club that's doing like social justice discussions, actually the Harry Potter Alliance has one of those and you can join it. Um, but you know, if you're like really interested in, um, cooking and food systems, there's, people uh working on that there if you really love um you know robotics there are robotics clubs looking at like how do we um you know teach these skills to new audiences or like how can we use robotics to make the world like a a better less lonely place um 
there's so yeah i think um you know some strategic googling is really helpful of like thinking of like writing thing you love plus social justice or thing you love plus social uh, or uh, community service um and i think another resource that is that is local to most places and i think probably underutilized is actually your local libraries um because librarians have a pretty good read on what is happening in the community both because um, you know, lots of people like meet at the library or advertise their events there. They're also um, generally funded by the city or the county. And so they have an ear to like events that are happening in that space. Um, and so going to your local librarian and saying like, you know, what, uh, this is what I'm really interested in, what's happening in the community um, locally around it, or like, can you help me find something like this? Like, they will be super jazzed to help you because um, one, they just like being asked questions and two, every librarian I've ever met is like, uh, you know, pretty radical and wants to change the world, right? Libraries are pretty radical. It's a place full of everything is free there and they want to give all of it away to the community as long yeah. as everyone shares. Yeah which is like not a model that we have yeah, a lot of as we places. speak we're sitting in the library <laughs> yeah let's bring the librarian on and ask them just shoot questions at them and see how quickly we'll they can do maybe that'll be our next episode yeah if you're like right. i think it'd be very it'd be very entertaining we um we get to hang out with librarians a lot because we work with the American Library Association on a bunch of different projects, and um, I every time I hang out with librarians, I'm always just so impressed by um, how knowledgeable and how fun loving and how dedicated they are. So, um, you know, when in <laughs> doubt, go to the library. Yeah. Do you have any other things to add? I'm going to, can I do like a plug of where people can find yeah. us on the internet? Nice. Yeah. So if anybody uh, wants to get involved with the HPA, you can go to thehpalliance.org. That's our website. Um, we're also on pretty much every big social media channel as at the HP Alliance. Um, so you can find us there um, and talk to me. Mm -hmm. I run our social media or talk to some of our volunteers. Um, we also, I mentioned this before, but we have a pretty huge volunteer um, program that is always recruiting for new and interesting positions. Um, so you can also go to the volunteer page on our website and um, find cool stuff that you can do from literally anywhere in the world. Um, and we would love to, we'd love to meet people and cool. with them. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, inviting me to be on. It's an <laughs> thank awesome you. Show. All right. Bye. Bye. In a story this week from CBC News, British Columbia, a Langley woman distributes three pride flags after third theft of her own from her lawn. So this woman in the township of Langley, Lisa Annabelle, handed out dozens of donated pride flags after flags had disappeared from her property. So two of them were thefts 
But the second time, it was a mistake because township crews who do yards and stuff accidentally took it. Annabelle said, I don't know if I'm an activist, but what I am is a person with a strong sense of right. She says she wants to support LGBT friends and family during Pride Month. And when her neighbors found out about the missing flags, they put up flags of their own, people donated them, and spread them around to show pride and support for people of the LGBTQ plus community. Desire Edinburgh said, I want my kids to know that you can be whoever you want to be, no matter what, as she grabbed a flag with her son. Annabelle says that if her pride flag is taken down again, she'll just put up a new one. She says, people who voice their opinions and say they don't agree with the lifestyle and don't want the flag in their face, she said, and they don't think it's appropriate to fly, but it's the right thing to do. So it's a very sweet story of support and community. Thank you to CBC News for reporting it. Thanks to everybody who's doing something good in the world and the people who report it. Links to articles we found are in the show notes. You can follow us and share your positive news stories on Instagram and on Twitter at SGH Podcast. If you tweet us a good news story or rate us on iTunes, we will send you a sticker maybe. This podcast was hosted by myself, Caroline Reimer, and Jay-Z. It was produced by me and edited by Elias Lewinco. Music is by Keaton S. Thanks to the rest of our team. Remember, something good happened and have a lovely day.